Welcome to Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth, the podcast of Plymouth United Church of Christ. I am Pastor David, and on behalf of the members of this congregation, thank you very much for joining us. May God bless you through these words, and may you know God's love through them. Now, the podcast. Our gospel lesson is from the Gospel of Matthew, and we started uh, last week at the beginning of chapter 5, which is the beginning of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, or Sermon on the Hill, that goes on for a few chapters, and we'll be reading uh, through this uh, for the next few weeks, uh, up until we begin Lent. So, uh, and in this passage, he talks of being salt of the earth and light to the world. And I'm gonna read a translation from the message that I've used a, a few other times. This just does a, a nice, nice way of making it a little more understandable uh, as to what he's saying in the text here. And so hear now and uh, listen for how God is speaking to you through these words from Matthew's Gospel. Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers and you don't think I'm going, if I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. And now that I've put you there on a hilltop on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God this generous Father in heaven. And don't suppose for a minute that I have come to demolish the scriptures, either God's law or the prophets. I'm not here to demolish, but to complete. I am going to put it all together, put it all together in a vast panorama. God's law is more real and lasting than the stars in the sky and the ground at your feet. Long after stars burn out and earth wears out, God's law will be alive and working. Trivialize even the smallest item in God's law, and you will only have trivialized yourself. But take it seriously. Show the way for others, and you will find honor in the kingdom. Unless you do far better than the Pharisees in the matters of right living, you won't know the first thing about entering the kingdom. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. Focusing today really on the, on the salt part, a little bit on, on the light part, but it's the salt, salt of the earth. Salt is a miraculous kind of substance. It's got some interesting properties to it. And salt used to be really quite rare and, and expensive in a lot of places, especially in the ancient world. Uh, it was not so easy to come by, and it was rather expensive. Uh, and a few years ago, I read a book called Salt. It was on the history uh, of salt, or at least on humanity's history of our relationship with salt. And it's really uh, quite interesting how, how much uh, conflict uh, and war and um, tribal conflict and et cetera went on because of this search for salt and the need for salt, wanting access to it, as well as access to other natural resources 
and land, but salt, <coughs> Oh, we just don't often think of salt as having been this rare commodity at some time, that it would have been part of a political process to care about it. Yeah, we, now we have, uh, we have found large deposits underground. It's easy to mine. It's very cheap. Uh, I was just reading there's a, a huge kind of all of Michigan State and part of Wisconsin and some others were standing on, uh, sitting on a gigantic uh, salt pile down underground, uh, trillions of tons of salt, probably. And, uh, and I was reading that uh, the big mine over by Detroit, and salt, after it's been mined, is like $15, $20 a ton, uh, if you pick it up. You have to bring your own truck to pick it up. But it used to be very expensive. Now it's, it's down to 15 20 bucks a ton to go, uh, to go get it. So it's hard to imagine a day when, when people just didn't have shakers and canisters of salt all over their house and that salt wasn't so readily available. available. And salt was valuable enough that our word salary, wages, actually comes from uh, the old uh, word for the Roman soldiers' salary, for salt money. So the soldiers could, would have enough money to go and buy their salt. But even beyond its history in, in human affairs, it's just this, it's a miraculous substance because it's necessary for life, uh, at least for us and, and most life forms. I can't speak for all life on earth, but most of it needs at least some level of salt uh, and some sodium to survive. It's necessary for life. And so for Jesus here to say, you are the salt, is to kind of be given the status of the miraculous. How does that feel? Think of yourself as part of the miracle. You are the salt of the earth. Necessary for life, and yet too much salt can kill. Certainly high blood pressure uh, could be an issue with too much salt or uh, other problems, but salt also has the property of drawing out moisture. If you were to encase yourself in salt, it would slowly just suck all the moisture out of you <clears throat> and kill you. It can be dangerous. And salt can kill bacteria and germs and uh, preserve food by taking out the moisture and thus taking out what the bacteria need to survive. Salt is dangerous, but it's needed. And it's made of sodium, which is explosive in water. It's made of chlorine, which is a poison in large quantities. But you put the two together, and it makes salt. Something that we all need. It keeps our cells working and keeps our lives going. It's kind of weird that these two elements Sodium and chlorine would come together to be something essential for life. Although I don't think that's quite what Jesus was, uh, was talking about. But in Jesus' time, they would have known of two properties of salt. And I think that's what Jesus is getting at here. To say you are the salt of the earth. The first one is that you can preserve food by encasing it in salt or kind of spreading you know, covering it with an awful lot of salt to draw out that moisture to keep it from spoiling. Salted pork, salted cod, uh, many other salted foods to preserve. And that's kind of a Christian thing, to be a preserver, to keep things from spoiling. That's part of what we do as Christians. 
is to preserve. And salt also, uh, when used in, in small amounts, in the right amounts, is a flavor enhancer. It makes things taste better. I think that's also what Jesus is getting at here. Make things taste better. Bring out the God flavors of the world. It makes food taste better. And it doesn't make food taste better by changing its flavor. But salt works with the flavor already inherent in the food to bring it out, to make it stronger, to make it pop, to make it sing. Unless you use too much salt, and then all you taste is salt. But in the right amount, it draws out the flavors that are already there. And you're all, uh, all good cooks here, and I'm sure you've used salt and salted your meat, the roast, or salted the turkey, or salted the vegetables, or maybe add a little bit of salt to corn on the cob. There's a summer thought. <laughs> corn on the cob, Jesus. melted butter and salt, and it will come again. It doesn't feel like it, but in a few months we will have corn on the cob again. A little bit of salt can make the flavors just really stand out. Takes the flavor that's already there and gives that flavor more authority. Just makes it taste better. Makes it more like it's supposed to taste. And you've probably been at a restaurant or if you've spent time in a hospital where they don't salt their food. Unsalted food be very bland, be kind of yuck. Um, you know, that's often the complaint of the hospital food because there are so many people on the sodium, low sodium diet that they just don't salt anything. Everybody gets the bland food. Or you maybe have been to places where they put too much salt. And then that's also just gross because that's all you taste. You can't taste any of the food that's underneath the salt. You just get that, that harsh taste of salt on your tongues. But in the right amount, Salt can be a glorious enhancer of what's already there. And maybe at the very beginning of the world, after creation, when God looked out at the world and said, this is very good. Maybe God then also thought, but, you know, it needs a little salt. So I'm going to make some of these people to be salt for these other people. And I'll make them be salt for these people. They'll be salt for one another. Together, they can enhance their lives. They'll be salt for one another to make their lives more beautiful, more flavorful, to enhance the quality. And that's us. We are the salt. God has made us to be salt for the earth. We're the salt. And we're also the light. The light to take away darkness. The light of grace, the light of love, while we're being the salt, the salt that makes it all taste so much better than any of us can be alone to enhance and to preserve. So be salt. Be the salt. Now, there's a beauty in this metaphor that Jesus uses of uh, we being the salt of the earth. It may even be a bit of a command to be understood here. Not just see Jesus saying, you are the salt of the earth, but as kind of a command. You are the salt of the earth. Uh, part of the beauty of that is that there's not only one function for salt. There's variety of what salt can do. 
There's not one way to be salt. Some salt is used to preserve foods. Some salt is used to remove ice from roads and sidewalks. Some salt is used to flavor food. Some salt gets used to soothe. You may have done a salt water rinse after you've had a root canal or other mouth surgery. Just make it feel better and help it to heal. Salt can help to heal a wound. It can be painful, um, but it does help. It helps to heal the wounds. It can help with a sore throat. Many ways to be salt, many functions of, of salt. Uh, I, this weekend is uh, Evolution Weekend, when uh, religious communities all over the world are kind of putting together science and faith and saying there doesn't have to be the conflict there. And think of all of the, the salt over the years that scientists have been, as they have, have explored the universe and the way things work and shown us, told us how the universe works, and by doing so, tell us more about how God works, about how God's creation was put together through physics and evolution and chemistry and, uh, and the history of the earth and the history of the universe and the scientists and the engineers that have given us such spectacular and wonderful things like iPhones and microwave ovens and, uh, and Billy Bass singing fish. Waffle irons. And just even simple things. Steel. Nails. Uh, salt of uh, the scientists and the inventors. The salt of our doctors that keep us healthy. The salt of our teachers and our musicians and actors and writers. The salt that police and firefighters bring for us. The salt of librarians and activists and the hospice caregivers. The salt of the dreamers and the visionaries that lead us in new directions, and even just the simple salts of politeness and kindness, and generosity, a positive word, and encouragement. All ways to be salt. So many ways to be salt, and that's what we're called to be, is to be salt. To let our saltiness shine. I can mix a couple of metaphors there. Be salt of the earth. And there are so many varieties of salts, just as there are varieties of people. We all have our own gifts, our own talents, our own passions. Just like there are many varieties of, of salt. Salt kind of tastes like salt, no matter where it comes from. Salt is salt, uh, just in, in its raw processed, pure form, salt is salt. But salt's taste, if it hasn't been overly processed, the taste of the salt varies depending on where it comes from, depending on the earth that it's dug out of, depending on maybe what water it's been taken out of, where in the world it comes from makes a difference into how it tastes because it has different uh, other minerals, uh, uh, things mixed in with it. It's all salt, but it can taste different, very much like us. We're all different. All have our own flavorings, and yet we're also all made in God's image. We're all human, but we're not all exactly 
the same. We'll bring our salt in our own way. And so I want you to meditate on that thought of varieties of salt, varieties of people, varieties of ways that we can fulfill Jesus' mission to be salt in the earth. We don't, we're not called to be salt in the same way. We're called in different ways. I want you to meditate on that thought of being salt, being different. I have on the communion table, some of you have already uh, seen and, and come up and look, there's a variety of salts here from around the world. We have uh, some salt from Japan, uh, from France, from Maine, from Hawaii, and then just kind of a generic sea salt. I'm not really sure where it came from. I think that's been a pretty heavily processed uh, sea salt. And they're, they're in bowls, and they're labeled, and there are spoons in those bowls. Think of this varieties of salt, and Lynn's going to sing a, a, a song here. Uh, and the refrain for the song is in your bulletin, so if at any point you feel comfortable to sing along on the refrain, uh, uh, feel free to do so, but if not, at the very end, Lynn will lead you in the refrain. But while she's singing, I invite you to come forward if you're comfortable and want to try. Just come forward while she's singing and try. Taste some of these salts and notice that there is a difference uh, in, in the flavors and how they feel in the mouth. Uh, and, uh, and so think of, think of how you can bring your salt in service to Jesus in the many different ways that we can. We have some that are the salt of the quilters, the salt of our street ministers, the salt of our uh, volunteers, the salt of our teachers, the salt of the people that come in and uh, shovel and change the light bulbs and mow our lawns, all sorts of salts, the salt of volunteering in other organizations around town, salt of what you do in your jobs, in your vocations. Come and taste the varieties of salt and think, meditate on how you can bring your salt in service to Jesus while then See, 
for this day and for all days. Thank you again for listening to the Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth podcast. If you are in the Eau Claire area, we especially invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. And I invite you also to check out our website at pcucc.com for upcoming events and special worship services. From Plymouth United Church of Christ, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, This is Pastor David. Thank you for spending this time with us. May God bless you.